Section four of Dryden versus Shadwell. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Algie Pug. Dryden versus Shadwell, a poetic duel by John Dryden and Thomas Shadwell. Section four The Medal of John Bayes, or A Satire Upon Folly and Knavery by thomas shadwell how long shall i endure without reply to hear this bays this hackney railer lie the fool uncudgelled for one libel swells where not his wit but sauciness excels whilst with foul words and names which he lets fly he quite defiles the satire's dignity for libel and true satire different be this must have truth and salt with modesty sparing to persons this does tax the crimes galls not great men but vices of the times with witty and sharp not blunt and bitter rhymes methinks the ghost of horace there i see lashing this cherry-cheeked dunce of fifty-three who at that age so boldly durst profane with base hired label the free satire's vein thou stylest it satire to call names rogue whore traitor and rebel and a thousand more an oyster wrench is sure thy muse of late and all thy helicons at billingsgate a libeller's vile name then mayst thou gain and moderately the writing part maintain none can so well the beating part sustain though with thy sword thou art the last of men thou art a damned baroski with thy pen as far from satire does thy talent lie as from being cheerful or good company for thou art saturnine thou dost confess a civil word thy dullness to express an old gelt mastiff has more mirth than thou when thou a kind of paltry mirth wouldst show good humour thou so awkwardly put'st on it fits like modish clothes upon a clown while that of gentlemen is brisk and high when wine and wit about the room does fly thou never makest but art a standing jest thy mirth by foolish bawdry is expressed and so debauched so fulsome and so odd as let's bugger one another now by god when asked how they should spend the afternoon this was the smart reply of the heroic clown he boasts of vice which he did ne'er commit calls himself whore-master and sodomite commends reeve's ass and says the buggers well and silly lies of vicious pranks does tell this is a sample of his mirth and wit which he for the best company thinks fit in a rich soil the sprightly horse you've seen run leap and wanton o'er the flowery green prance and curvet with pleasure to the sight but it could never any eyes delight to see the frisking frolics of a cow and such another merry thing art thou in verse thou hast a knack with words to chime and hadst a kind of excellence in rhyme with rhymes like leading strings thou walk'st but those laid by at every step thou brok'st thy nose how low thy farce and thy blank verse how mean how poor how naked did appear each scene even thou didst blush at thy insipid stuff and laid thy dullness on poor harmless snuff 
no comic scene or humour hast thou wrought thou'st quibbling bawdry and ill-breeding taught but rhyme's sad downfall has thy ruin brought no peace did ever from thyself begin thou canst no web from thine own bowels spin were from thy works culled out what thou'st purloined even durfie would excel what's left behind should all thy borrowed plumes we from thee tear how truly poet squab wouldst thou appear thou call'st thyself and fools call thee in rhyme the goodly prince of poets of thy time and sovereign power that dost usurp john bays and from all poets thou attacks dost raise thou plunderest all to advance thy mighty name looks big and triumphs with thy borrowed fame but art while swelling thus thou think'st thou chief a servile imitator and a thief all written wit thou seizest on as prize but that will not thy ravenous mind suffice though men from thee their inward thoughts conceal yet thou the words out of their mouths wilt steal how little owe we to your native store who all you write have heard or read before except your libels and there's something new for none were e'er so impudent as you some scoundrel poetasters yet there be fools that burlesque the name of loyalty who by reviling patriots think to be from losiness and hunger ever free but will for all their hopes of swelling bags return to primitive nastiness and rags these are blind fools thou hadst some kind of fight thou sinst against thy conscience and the light after the drubs thou didst of late compound and fold for the weight in gold each bruise and wound clear was thy fight and none declaimed then more against popish plots and arbitrary power the ministers thou bluntly wouldst assail and it was dangerous to hear thee rail oh may not england stupid be like thee heaven grant it may not feel before its sea now he recants and on that beating thrives thus poet laureates and russian wives do strangely upon beating mend their lives but how comes bays to flag and grovel so sure your new lords are in their payments slow thou deserv'st whipping thou'rt so dull this time thou'st turned the observator into rhyme but thou suppliest the want of wit and sense with most malicious lies and impudence at cambridge first your scurrilous vein began when saucily you traduced a noble man who for that crime rebuked you on the head and you had been expelled had you not fled the next step of advancement you began was being clerk to knowles lord chamberlain a sequestrator and committee man there all your wholesome morals you sucked in and got your gentile gaiety and mean your loyalty you learned in cromwell's court where first your muse did make her great effort on him you first showed your poetic strain and praised his opening the basilisk vein and were that possible to come again thou on that side wouldst draw thy slavish pen but he being dead who should the slave prefer he turned a journeyman ta bookseller writ prefaces to books for meat and drink and as he paid he would both write and think then by the assistance of a noble knight thou hadst plenty ease and liberty to write first like a gentleman he made thee live and on his bounty thou didst amply thrive 
but soon thy native swelling venom rose and thou didst him who gave thee bread expose gainst him a scandalous preface didst thou write which thou didst soon expunge rather than fight when turned away by him in some small time you and the people's ears began to chime and please the town with your successful rhyme when the best patroness of wit and stage the joy the pride the wonder of the age sweet annabel the good great witty fair of all this northern court the brightest star did on thee bays her sacred beams dispense who could do ill under such influence she the whole court brought over to thy side and favour flowed upon thee like a tide to her thou soon proofst an ungrateful knave so good was she not only she forgave but did oblige anew the faithless slave and all the gratitude he can afford is basely to traduce her princely lord a hero worthy of a godlike race great in his mind and charming in his face who conquers hearts with unaffected grace his mighty virtues are too large for verse gentle as billing doves as angry lions fierce his strength and beauty so united are nature designed him chief in love and war all lovers victories he did excel succeeding with the beauteous annabel early in arms his glorious course began which never hero yet so swiftly ran wherever danger showed his dreadful face by never dying acts he adorned his royal race sure the three edward's souls beheld with joy how much thou outdidst man when little more than boy and all the princely heroes of thy line rejoiced to see so much of their great blood in thine so good and so diffusive is his mind so loving too and loved by humane kind he was for vast and general good designed in height of greatness he all eyes did glad and never man departed from him sad sweet and obliging easy of access wise in his judging courteous in address are all the passions he bears so much sway no stoic taught him better to obey and in his suffering part he shines more bright than he appeared in all that gaudy light now now methinks he makes the bravest show and ne'er was greater hero than he's now for public good who wealth and power forsakes over himself a glorious conquest makes religion prince and laws to him are dear and in defence of all he dares appear tis he must stand like skeever in the breach gainst what ill ministers do and furious parsons preach were it not for him how soon some popish knife might rob us of his royal father's life we to their fear of thee that blessing owe in such a son happy great king art thou who can defend or can revenge thee so next for thy medal bays which does revile the wisest patriot of our drooping isle who loyally did serve his exiled prince and with the ablest counsel blessed him since no more than he did stop tyrannic power or in that crisis did contribute more to his just rights our monarch to restore and still by wise advice and loyal arts would have secured him in his subjects hearts you own the mischiefs sprung from that intrigue which fatally dissolved the triple league each of your idle mock triumvirate knows 
our patriots strongly did that breach oppose nor did this lord a dover journey go from thence our tears the ilium of our woe had he that interest followed how could he by those that served it then discarded be the french and papists well his merits know were he a friend they'd not pursued him so from both he would our beset king preserve for which he does eternal wreaths deserve his life they first and now his fame would take for crimes they forge and secret plots they make they by hired witnesses the first pursue the latter by vile scribblers hired like you thy infamy will blush at no disgrace with such a hardened conscience and a face thou only wantst an evidence's place when the isle was drowned in lethargic sleep our vigilant heroes still a watch did keep when all our strength should have been made a prey to the lewd babylonian delilah methinks i see our watchful heroes stand jogging the nodding genius of our land which sometimes struggling with sleep's heavy yoke awaked stared and looked grim and dreadfully he spoke the voice filled all the land and then did fright the scarlet whore from all her works of night but with unseen strength at home and foreign aid too soon she rallied and began to invade and many nets she spread and many toils she laid to lull us yet asleep what pains she takes but all in vain for still our genius wakes and now remembers well the dangerous test which might have all our liberty oppressed had not the covered snare our hero found and for some time bravely maintained the ground till others saw the bondage was designed and late with them their straggling forces joined a bill then drawn by bays did we see a zealous bill against for popery then murdered godfrey a loved prince's blood ready with precious drops to make a purple flood when popish tyranny shall give command and spread again its darkness o'er the land then bloody plots we find laid at their door than whom none e'er have done or suffered more or would to save the prince they did restore amidst these hellish snares tis time to wake may never more asleep our genius take these things did soon our glorious city warm and for their own and prince's safety arm the joy of ours terror of other lands with moderate head with unpolluted hands to which the prince and people safety owe from which the uncorrupted streams of justice flow through thickest clouds of perjury you see and ne'er by hackney oaths deceived will be resolved to value credibility thou vindicatest the justice of thy prince which shines most bright by clearing innocence while some would subjects of their lives bereave by witnesses themselves could ne'er believe though wrongly accused yet at their blood they aim and as they were their quarry think it shame not to run down and seize the trembling game thy justice will hereafter be renowned thy lasting name for loyalty be crowned when twill be told who did our prince restore whom thou with zeal did ever since adore how oft hast thou his princely wants supplied and never was thy needful aid denied how long his kindness with thy duty strove great thy obedience and as great his love 
and cursed be they who would his heart remove thou still the same with equal zeal wilt serve maintain his laws his person wilt preserve but some foul monsters thy rich womb does bear that like base vipers would thy bowels tear who would thy ancient charters give away and all thy stronger liberties betray those elder customs our great ancestors have from the saxon times conveyed to ours of which no personal crimes a loss can cause by magna carta backed and by succeeding laws this is a factious brood we should pursue for as in schism so in sedition too the many are deserted by the few these factious few for bitter scourges fit to show addressing and abhorring wit set up a jack of lent and throw at it but those alas false silly measures take who of the few an association make thou needst not doubt to triumph o'er these fools these blindly led these jesuited tools whilst bravely thou continuest to oppose all would be papists as all romish foes in spite of lawless men and popish flames enriched by thy much-loved and bounteous thames may into thee the wealth of nations flow and to thy height all europe's cities bow thou great support of princely dignity and bulwark to the people's liberty if a good mare with such good shreves appear nor prince nor people need a danger fear and such we hope for each succeeding year thus thou a glorious city mayst remain and all thy ancient liberties retain while albion is surrounded with the main go abject bays and act thy slavish part fawn on those popish knaves whose knave thou art tis not ill writing or worse policy that can enslave a nation so long free our king's too good to take that rugged course he'll win by kindness not subdue by force if king of slaves and beasts not men he'd be a lion were a greater prince than he approach him then let no malicious chit no insolent praetor nor a flashy wit impeachments make not men for statesmen's fit but truth judgment firmness and integrity with long experience quick sagacity swift to prevent as ready to foresee knowing the depths from which all action springs and by a chain of causes judging things that does all weights into the balance cast and wisely can foretell the future by the past where'er such virtuous qualities appear they're patriots worthy of a prince's ear to him and subjects they'll alike be dear the king's and people's interest they'll make one what personal greatness can our monarch own when hearts of subjects must support the throne a minister should strive those hearts to unite unless they had a mind to make us fight who by addresses thus the realm divide all bonds of kindred and of friends untied have in effect in battle ranged each side but heaven avert those plagues which we deserve intestine jars but popish ends conserve how false and dangerous methods do they take who would a king but of addresses make they from protection would throw all the rest and poorly narrow the king's interest to make their little party too seem great they with false musters like the spaniards cheat 
he's king of all and would have all their hearts were it not for these dividing popish arts statesman who his true interest would improve compute his greatness by his people's love that may assist our friends and foes o'ercome so much he will be feared abroad as loved at home he at the people's head may great appear as the edwards henry's and eliza were and cursed be they who would that power divide who would dissolve that sacred knot by which they're tied those miscreants who hate a parliament would soon destroy our ancient government those slaves would make us fit to be o'ercome and gladly sell the land to france or rome but heaven preserve our legal monarchy and all those laws that keep the people free of all mankind for ever cursed be they who would or kings or people's rights betray or aught would change but by a legislative way be damned the most abhorred and traitorous race who would the best of governments deface now farewell wretched mercenary bays who the king libelled and did cromwell praise farewell abandoned rascal only fit to be abused by thy own scurrilous wit which thou wouldst do and for a moderate sum answer thy medal and thy absalom thy piteous hackney pen shall never fright us thou dwindled down to hodge and heraclitus go ignoramus cry and forty-one and by sam's passons be thou praised alone pied thing half wit half fool and for a knave few men than this a better mixture have but thou canst add to that coward and slave finis end of section 4